93.9 The Eagle, broadcasting live from the Zimmer Radio Group World Headquarters. This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry. Get ready for interviews with movers and shakers from our community as we dive in for a deeper look inside Columbia. Now, here's your host, Fred Perry. And welcome back to the CEO Roundtable Show. Fred Perry, your host this weekend. Glad that you have tuned in. Very Pleased to welcome three guests to the uh, Eagle Studios this weekend uh, and to talk about a very important organization in our town that is doing great things. Uh, Mike Hentges, Steve Smith, and Krista Jones, all with the St. Raymond Society, and uh, welcome to you all. Glad to have you with us. Uh, I'm going to go around the, the table here real quick and have you each tell us just a little bit about your backgrounds and how you uh, ended up uh, as part of uh, what St. Raymond's is doing here in our community. So, Mike Hentges, we'll start with you. Sure. Um, Mike Hentges, uh, originally from Jefferson City, have lived in Columbia now here since uh, I graduated from the University of Missouri in 97. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife, Jamie, uh, and I have four children and was going through uh, uh, my career path in the lawn and landscape industry for 25 years until St. Raymond's found me and plucked me away from that and said, you're going to do this now. So yeah. that's kind of how I got to here. People will recognize your name. You had a company called Hinch's Irrigation for a long time. That's correct. And uh, you ended up merging with uh, Columbia Land Care. Uh, but they'll also recognize your name because your dad is kind of a famous Jeff Sidian. He was the coach at Helias for many years, right? He, he caught... Uh, uh, coached at Helias for 33 years, wow. taught for 40, so he wow. saw most kids that went through Jeff City. So yeah, the the name is well known in Jefferson City. Yeah, not as not as popular here in Columbia, <laughs> <laughs> as with most things, Jeff City uh, not not as popular in Columbia. Uh, you're uh, they liked your dad so much that they named they recently built a brand new football stadium. They named the stadium after they him. They right? did. About, yeah. I guess about maybe five years ago yeah. or so. They yeah. they built a stadium, which was nice uh, to see, and and honored him by naming it after him. That's great, Steve. Tell us a little bit about your background yeah um my wife and i are both from central missouri we've got uh, four kids six grandkids uh, really enjoy central missouri uh, mike and i have known each other for years and um, this was kind of a brainstorm that came to us but to uh, start an organization and uh, for those that know the story they may remember you mentioned mike's dad his name is raymond yeah and um we uh when when we decided we wanted to start something mike was like well you know if we do this i'd like to name something after my parents and i'm like sure that's fine (laughs) and he uh he we were meeting weekly for lunch and one day he brought in this piece of paper and he said here read this and he had googled saint raymond and saint raymond is the patron saint of unborn babies newborn baby babies and pregnant women and uh we were off and running yeah and uh, even though we didn't know where we were going or what we were doing we were off and running the two of us (laughs) and and that's important because that that is the core mission of St. Raymond's Society. Tell, for our listeners that don't know Steve, what what would you how would you describe the core mission of St. Raymond's? It's uh, empowering women mm-hmm. um, to make a choice for life. 
Um, we want to help them become successful in life yeah. um, by whatever means we need. And there, and if you got a minute, I can tell you a, a couple of quick stories, or we can do that after Yeah, Christmas, we'll come maybe. back to that. And, yeah. and, but the, the, the point is, the focus is uh, on unwed mothers, right? I mean, I hate to, to narrow down that, that narrow, but, uh, but in the grand scheme of things, you're helping uh, women who maybe um, are going to need some help to, to, yeah. to have and, their and babies. And our focus has always been on the long term. Yeah. Uh, we want to be able to help them establish life and transform their lives yeah okay krista jones welcome uh, to the program we yes. know you from love columbia and so you transitioned last year over to st raymond's yes. uh tell us a little bit about uh, uh your background yeah absolutely thanks for having us mm-hmm. um my background was in financial services um but the the company that i was with had a really heavy emphasis on charitable giving and legacy planning so once we had goals laid out with our clients, the next step, of course, was now how do you want to leave a legacy? Hmm. And cool. um, that part was probably what, that's what sparked my joy, mm-hmm. is being able to talk to them about how do we make an impact that lasts beyond your lifetime. Yeah. And so it was a natural evolution for me to move into development with charities and nonprofits. Yeah. I'm absolutely thrilled to be doing this alongside Mike and Steve. Yeah. I've, I'm a mother of four girls. Yeah. And I've spent most of my life trying to figure out how to pour into women to yeah. help them be successful and transform. And so to know that I can be a part of this, yeah. where we can go very deep with up to 22 women yeah. and really make a transformational change in their life, that yeah. that brings me joy every day. Very cool. I see that one of your daughters recently got married just a couple of weeks ago. Yes. So you've had your hands full, haven't you? Yeah, I really have. <laughs> Second daughter in, in a little over a year wow. getting married. Okay. So, well, it yeah. looks like a beautiful wedding. So <laughs> Thank look, you. good for you. Um, Steve, let me come back to you and, and uh, tell us a little bit, you know, anecdotally about uh, St. Raymond's and, and the work that you guys are doing. I, I kind of, uh, you started to tell a story. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, you know, when we first started, Fred, a lot of the times we would be asked questions. So what is it that you guys do? And Michael or I were like, well, what does the woman need? And they're yeah. like, yeah, 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 we know. But <laughs> seriously, what do you do? And it's like, no, what does the woman need? And uh-huh. it can be very simple. Uh, one of the first cases we worked on was a um, young lady. We got a call from a pregnancy resource center, a young lady uh, pregnant, and the guy was in the picture, and they said, we have this couple who's considering abortion. Would you come talk to him? And sure, and we said, sure. And um, when we sat down with him, the first question is, well, you know, what's causing you to think that this is the best solution? And it was like in November that year, and she mm-hmm. said, we don't have heat. We don't have propane. We can't bring a baby home to a cold house, and he doesn't have a job. Wow. So we were like, okay, we'll fill your propane tank today. Hmm. So we called to fill the propane tank. Mike helped the young man find a job. Um, And we stayed in contact with him for a few minutes. And then one day in the spring, Mike and I both got a text that said, thanks for all you did. We couldn't have done it without you. And there's a picture of this baby girl. Oh, how wonderful. And so it was something that simple. Yeah. All the way to, um, we had a young lady that came to um, our residence down in Jeff City who was six months off heroin, pregnant, didn't have an education. Uh, Long story short, she stayed with us. While she was with us, she got her GED. She got a job. For the next several years, we stayed in contact with her and continued to work with her. Um, She entered college. um, And again, long story short, Eight years later, she had graduated with a double major and an MBA and is now working for an insurance company. Wow. Now, that has got to be so gratifying. You uh, know. It doesn't get yeah. better. Yeah. And, I, you know, I think it's, uh, uh, 
oftentimes you're, you're saving more than one life. You're saving multiple lives. You know what I mean? And I think that that is something that's so powerful about your mission. So you guys have been in the news in the last year because you did something very bold and uh, you took a major leap of faith. And uh, Mike, you uh, about a year ago, last March, you were on the program with us and you had just announced that you had purchased or had plans to purchase the Ronald McDonald House, which was uh, relocating because they're building a new children's hospital in Columbia. Uh, tell us about the status of that project. Well, um, we are excited to say that we've just recently moved in <laughs> yeah. in January, uh, beginning of January. We purchased the home mm-hmm. because the Ronald McDonald House left all the furnishings there for us, which was tremendous. Uh, four days later, we moved our, our mothers in from our Columbia home. Wow. We moved them over, and we started welcoming welcoming in more mothers so before we knew it we had 10 mothers that we were housing um in this 18 bedroom home so we had more capacity but we had to pause enrollment just for a second because we were growing so fast and had to work out some processes and policies and yeah we've now just recently opened uh, in, uh applications back up to where we can start welcoming in mothers again but we are just thrilled to be where we're at it was kind of a leap of faith we knew we needed to grow because our house in Columbia and our house in Jeff City were, have been full mm-hmm. for a while. And while exploring options on how do we increase this capacity, then the Ronald McDonald House found us. And yeah. it's just a perfect fit for us. Yeah. So. You uh, passed along at a very generous uh, terms uh, your, your former house, which was on West Broadway, not far from where I live. Mm-hmm. And uh, to uh, Caring Hearts and Hands of Missouri, it's a hospice house, the first hospice house, I think, that we've had in Columbia. That's correct. Um, are you, do you still have a facility in Jeff City? Or are you are you we phasing do. that out? Okay. We, no, we have our house in Jefferson City still, okay. and we are keeping that. Um, our, our initial plan right now is to reserve that home for, for mothers who are considering adoption, because we understand that process is, looks much different for for a mother than one who are parenting. And if a woman is considering adoption, putting her in our new home with 15 or 16 other mothers who are parenting would, would be a tough situation. Yeah. So we're reserving that spot for for those mothers who are considering adoption. Yeah, that's really, uh, it's, it's kind of, this is this can be a very traumatic time in a woman's life yes. uh and a lot of uncertainty but uh, you know all of a sudden to be in the company of you know 20 other women who are going through the exact same thing you are has got to be very comforting it's a tr- it's really inspire inspiring to see them form that community because that community as much as of their recovery as anything but from the very beginning that's why St. Raymond's exists is to show that support not only from our staff but from our com- the community of women as well yeah steve how how would you say the the program has changed since moving into the new house well one of the things to tag on to what mike said um and this is something that we've been broadening for some time but we're able to do more of now the women that have been with us we stay in contact with them we've started for lack of a better word an alumni association that's great uh and so they come back to work with the mothers that are currently in the house but then we also have programs for them we know that life still happens outside of the house and there are going to be challenges so we're inviting them back the other thing is is we've added um, a more structured program that i'm going to let krista describe Mm -hmm. but we um 
we we still have our core competencies that we work on with the women but we have found a, a better process mm-hmm. on that and that really has changed since we moved in there and Krista why don't you yeah. kind of describe jump in there Krista yeah, absolutely we've got you know it's an enhanced program and a new structure based on the fact that we are not serving four women in the house now but we could potentially have up to 18 women in the house mm-hmm. things had to change a little bit and look different the seven core pillars of why you know the seven core pillars of of the you know the sort of your guide yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah um yeah. Of, you know where we want these women to receive support at yeah. and see receive coaching at kind of pushed into a program now that's four classes a week hmm. we have a vision class and a planning class hmm. um the vision class is really the one-on-one coaching meetings that focus on the long-term goals hmm. so what you want your life to look like yeah for yeah. building healthy relationships yeah. we're just we're talking macro goals here yeah yeah in vision planning is the micro How you get goals. there. That's yeah, right. And absolutely. they've got to meet with a coach every week. Um, these are required meetings. So they're meeting with this coach and they're saying, okay, let's break down those macro goals. And now how are we going to get there for yeah, you? Yeah. And then freedom and purpose classes, which are group oriented classes. Those are so important because without the freedom class, these ladies cannot really grasp a hold of that future until they have dealt with the past. So give me an example of what freedom looks like in this situation. Well, if we've got a lady that is... Um, constantly gravitating toward relationships that are putting her in a, in a bad situation yeah, in unhealthy life. relationships yep. we want to be able to make sure that she understands what is it that's pulling her back and drawing her into those situations mm-hmm. and if she can understand her thought process and what's pulling her back or maybe what's what's holding her back then she can move forward more successfully yeah. um, and get into some healthy relationships because that's what's being modeled around her now in the home yeah and uh, hopefully as she's developing new relationships she's looking for something different now yeah that's great what were the other guideposts yeah and the other one is purpose Mm -hmm. Uh, purpose is also a group class that they're required to attend uh, that focuses on just god's love Mm -hmm. and um his purpose and plan for their life yeah they they ask two two important questions in that class um and you know for one of those is um do you know like in in your have you ever thought about the reason why you were born like Mm. your purpose in this life yeah and secondly um let's let's find out why you were born yeah let's find out like your purpose and fulfill that purpose in your life there are no accidents in god's kingdom no (laughs) and they really desperately need to grasp a hold of these things before they can move forward successfully yeah it's probably nice to say you know you know it's maybe an aha moment and maybe they won't see it for a few years down the road but but hey there's a reason i'm here you know what i mean and there's a reason why these people have been put here to help me and so hopefully they have that perspective while they're going through your program and you know mike and steve have been at this long enough now that they're starting to see the stories unfold more and more often and it's such a beautiful thing to see because for like you said for some ladies it's going to be a few years down the road but when we see these transformations and we hear these testimonies and they're coming back and they're speaking at our open house events and speaking at some of our development events um i mean you just can't help but but just thank God yeah, that, take a Mike listened, that Mike listened to the call yeah, and that Steve came beside him and said, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Fred, one of the things, too, uh, a couple of stories just since we moved in, in in January, a couple of things women have said. Um, first weekend in, one of the ladies said couldn't couldn't express how grateful she was because for the first time in her life she felt peace Mm. and then we had another lady tell us that i now believe in god because of the love that i've seen here yeah and those are the kind of things that um you know when you were talking about 
these special moments uh, yeah. when you see somebody finally get that purpose that Krista was talking about yeah. and get that freedom from that thing that's holding them back. Sky's the limit. Yep, that's right. We are visiting with Mike Henches and Steve Smith and Krista Jones, all with the St. Raymond Society, uh, which has their new headquarters in the former Ronald McDonald House here in Columbia. That's over on Portland Street. Is that where it is? Lansing. Lansing, yeah. Lansing Street. Lansing okay, over there over by over Columbia Regional Hospital, or whatever they call it now, yeah. uh, in that area. But uh, we're going to talk a little bit more with them about a, a new project that they have coming up here very soon and that is a new preschool uh plus we'll talk about the future of st raymond society coming up uh, in our, our two segments that, that we still have to cover here uh mike uh Hinches, steve smith krista jones st raymond society all of that and more coming up uh on the ceo roundtable after this break i'm fred perry you're listening to the ceo roundtable on 93.9 the eagle This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry on Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. And welcome back to the CEO Roundtable show. I'm Fred Perry, your host. Glad that you have tuned in this weekend. Uh, it's really, um, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's, it's great to have conversations uh, with people who had a vision, who had a dream. And uh, for whatever reason, maybe it was God inspired or maybe they just uh, were ready for a change in their life. But they pulled the trigger and uh, created something absolutely uh, beautiful for our community that's really impacting lives. And, you know, Mike, I, I you and I have talked about this before, but, you know, you made a big decision. You know, you had a pretty good career going. You owned your own company. You were successful and uh, sort of midlife crisis you just said yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> guess, throw all that away and and so. do something meaningful with my life you I know talking to somebody just about it this morning they were like did you ever see yourself doing this for a career and i yeah. said no one when we started it i really thought well steve and i are going to start something and it's going to fizzle in a couple of years and we can put it to rest well it didn't fizzle yeah. but then as it started to take root i thought maybe someday in my retirement i might go work for saint raymond's part-time yep. in my retirement but then when the second call came to, hey, you need to leave your career and do this full time, that was just something I didn't expect um, yeah. to have to deal with. But now that I'm here, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm happy I'm in when, this spot. When you see the change from, from going from a smaller house on West Broadway to this large uh, uh, facility that can accommodate 20 women, um, how has how has the culture changed? I mean, you, Krista was talking about the programs and the nine pillars and and the mandatory training. Well, you know that all stuff that's great, but it that takes a lot of effort. Right. That's a lot of work. So yeah. so tell us a little bit how the organization has changed to to accommodate that. Developing that culture has always been you know something we wanted to uh, instill from the beginning, and it does take a lot of work. But now the biggest difference now is not only do we have a grand, beautiful home to be able to make these women feel like have the value and treat them like queens like they are mm -hmm. but our staff now offices in the home so we're right there with them yeah. normally our in the past our office has been separate from the home so we never really had that much contact with the women and their children mm -hmm. but now we kind of get to do life together with them yeah. and be around them and that's make it made it easier to support them and get to know them and i think that's all part of the the secret sauce that makes this work is yeah. is that community uh, of staff and, and and the women themselves so i don't know just every day still walking in we've been in there since january but still every day when i walk in there i'm pinching myself because i can't believe one that i get to do this for a living but two that we're in this beautiful 
yeah. home. Uh, Steve, how is all of this funded? Where where does uh, this is sounds very expensive to to pull this off? Uh, where do you get your support? Straight cash, Fred. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> do I should I ask how you're earning that cash, or, or should that be our little secret? No, I'll yeah. tell you what. Yeah. I and I have said this to to several different organizations, and I and I firmly believe that this is one of the best uh, partnerships that I've seen between state government private enterprise and nonprofits. Mm -hmm. The state has helped us greatly with maternity home credits. Mm. They give us tax credits to where uh, it's a 70% credit. So any uh, donation, 70% of it goes back to the donor to go straight against their taxes. Plus they get to deduct the other 30%, which is made for larger donations. Um, And then uh, we get to go to the business owners, um, and show them what we're doing, talk, tell our story, uh, and take donations that way. The communities, both Columbia and Jeff City, have been so generous. They've mm. been so helpful. Um, we couldn't, there's no way that we could move into a $6 million building without the generosity of so many people in the community. And the yeah. tax credits have really helped that. Yeah. So we're thankful for that, but, but, um, we don't get grants. Uh, we don't take direct government assistance of any mm-hmm. kind. It's sort is, of a fee for service. Yeah, you know, it's, from the it state. is. Yeah, it yeah. is all straight donation. Yeah, and that's uh, that's pretty admirable. Like I think that uh, uh, people like to see uh, that kind of efficiency, and uh, you know, I think that uh, that they're you know not every not for profit in our community can really prove its worth or its value or its impact, and so this is really a, a nice thing, Mike. Yeah, as f- to that point, Fred, um, we are. About six years ago, we had an impact study done by a third-party independent firm, and it showed that for every dollar um, donated to St. Raymond's, uh, we were giving a $28 return to the state because we're taking uh, women who might possibly be living on assistance yeah. for a great period of time of their life and, and transforming them into um, you know, tax-paying citizens yeah. for the rest of their life. It goes to show you we stay with them long-term, uh, as Steve was mentioning. Um but we're we're reengaging that same study and doing it again now because we think that with our increased capacity that that number is only going to go up. Yeah, uh, Christy, as a mother of uh, four daughters, mm-hmm. uh, you know that uh, one of the um, one of the toughest things about uh, being a parent, especially a working parent, uh, is that ability to uh, find appropriate child care mm-hmm. and there is a significant shortage of that in our community but you guys are getting ready to launch something that's uh really going to a- address that that miss that missing piece of that vital piece tell us a little bit about the Superstart preschool program yeah absolutely we're so excited about it hoping that that's going to be opening up august 1 if all things stay on schedule mm-hmm. um with the renovations that's the stage that we are in right now mm-hmm. but this was going to be an essential part of the program so when we anytime that a decision is made within you know the, the development team on where what direction we're going we're always going to send it through the filter of the mission mm-hmm. the mission yeah. is is empowering mothers so if we are going to make you know recommendations or support them in goals such as going back to school and finishing a degree or learning a trade so that they can make a livable wage job and do okay for themselves we have got to be able to offer childcare options mm-hmm. and what we found was they don't exist yeah. we've we've got to figure out how to help you know 18 women get placed in with childcare in Columbia Missouri yeah. and it wasn't going to happen yeah. so the only solution was 
try to buy a building and build build a preschool. Yeah. You know, it's, that's one of the missing pieces. We've talked about on this program several times, but, you know, uh, really the 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 things that really keep people in poverty or keep people from really uh, achieving all that they can, uh, is, especially for the working poor, you know, it just is, is a lack of access to reliable, affordable child care. Transportation is mm-hmm. always a major issue, uh, in our community. Uh, and then of course, you know, just a, maybe a lack of economic opportunity in the right parts of the city. And so, uh, so you're really addressing one of those very big needs. Steve, talk a little bit about, uh, the capacity of the new child care and, 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 uh, from your vantage point, why is this so critical? Well, we were visiting with a, a lady who owns daycares in Columbia mm-hmm. and trying to find daycare for 18 women. And she said, you're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So to Krista's point, um, Mike found a building that just happens to be 30 yards behind <laughs> where we are now. And, and the, um, process started uh, of renovations. But we have 25 spots reserved for the women of St. Raymond's, mm-hmm. um, because sometimes they come in with uh, another child as yeah. well. So, but we have a capacity of, of a hundred. So we're going to have 75 spots that we're able to open to the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can go to Superstart Preschool. Dot com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. Superstartpreschool.com. Okay. And um, again, we're looking to all, hopefully August 1, but sometime in, in August opening our doors. Um, and it just has to be. Um, you know, you mentioned the other two things. One of the reasons uh, a few years ago that was so eye-opening for me, mm-hmm. it's been a long time since I've had kids in childcare. Yeah. yeah. But it, a lady was telling me how much it was costing her for childcare and it and it was over seven dollars an hour yeah. of her working day. Yeah, and she's making twelve. Yeah, this math won't work. Yeah, it just won't work. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why we expanded our our time that they can live with us. They now, on average, live with us for a little over a year. Yeah. Um, because we want them in education, we want them in a trade school. We just had um, two of our moms uh, graduate this last spring. Uh, one with a nursing degree and one with a business degree. Wow. And it's just so important that they are able to get that education to your point Mm -hmm. Um, but the preschool had to be a priority Mm -hmm. Uh, it just had to and uh, we're we again we're very thankful for um, some donors who have stepped up and helped us with that and that we can provide this you know 75 spots to the community may not seem like a lot but right now they're they are uh, very much needed mike talk a little bit about how this preschool is going to be different from other preschools i mean because you you know it's it's one thing just to have a place for uh, kids to go so moms can get their education and and focus on uh improving their lives Mm -hmm. but it's one thing to really provide a quality preschool environment Tell, tell us a little bit about your efforts there yeah that's our our primary goal and we understand the business community and most most of the time the primary goal is to make a profit that is on our list but it's not the top Mm -hmm. Uh, our our top priority is to provide quality education um, to our kids it's going to be a christian-based curriculum so we're going to be able to uh, you know instill those values that were important to us growing up and Mm -hmm. and and what helped saint raymond's come about in the first place but we want we want our teachers to be treated well we want our kids we just really want this to be a first-rate facility um, for the community and our clients Mm -hmm. as well so that's that's job one if if we do make a profit and we intend to um that that's going to be able to help uh, fund the operating budget of saint raymond's yeah. so that's Good. that's hopefully builds in some sustainability what ages are we talking about at this preschool we're done we're newborn you know okay. so um six weeks old yeah. to 
to pre-K, so five, yeah. six-year-olds. Very good. And the, the most critical need uh, in, in the city from what we can see is, is for newborns because that ratio of teacher to newborn is very low, and it's, finding a spot for a newborn in, in town is, is impossible. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to have uh, several, uh, many of our classrooms designated for for newborns because that's primarily what we need for our clients. You know, this community has struggled historically Mm -hmm. uh, with something they call the achievement gap and uh, helping kids that are born in poverty or kids that uh, uh, maybe have minority parents. uh, But um, And one of the the solutions that they talk about in terms of fixing that achievement gap is that early childhood education. And it's, it's the early childhood education. It's not from kindergarten through sixth grade. It is from birth through kindergarten. And so... Tell it, you've hired a, a director for this school already. There, she's correct. in place, correct? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, and even though I come from a long line of educators, I am not one myself. Mm-hmm. But, but our operations, uh, uh, our chief operations officer uh, Ben Balk has run preschools before, mm. and um, and he has hired our our first uh, employee in that in our director, so yeah. we could get the ball rolling with licensing. And uh, she is. Uh, young and dynamic and we're excited to have her on board and she is starting the interview process um for teachers yeah so so tell us a little bit about uh the uh tuition i mean it's uh, some of the the kids will uh is it based on income how how are you structuring your tuition for our for our clients for those 25 spots that steve was talking about we are going to work on a sliding scale because uh, most of them will qualify for state assistance Mm -hmm. and, and we'll accept that but it doesn't nearly cover the cost the full sure. cost will according to their budget we'll have them put uh, contribute something what they can afford mm-hmm. so they have some you know some they're they're paying something towards it they'll they'll appreciate it more mm-hmm. um but for so we'll work on a sliding scale for our 25 uh women but outside of that it will be it will be full tuition right. and those rates can be seen uh, on our uh, on our website that we mentioned earlier, superstartpreschool.com, as well as people can go there to get on the waiting list. I'm going to throw a question to all three of you that uh, will probably stump you. What are the benefits of, of an upper-income child uh, being in that kind of environment with lower-income children? I mean, well, we talk about it in housing. You know, yeah. we talk about it, you know, the benefits to people living in mixed-income housing, you know, but but have you, I mean, is that something that you guys have, have studied much about? Well, not extensively, but we do know that um, we're all better when we're together and that that this is our community and this is our world and we need to all be able to learn to mm-hmm. socialize and Different go to types school. Of people? Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So we think it's yeah. going to be Steve, beneficial any, both ways. Steve or Krista, you want to jump in there? Make something up? <laughs> yeah, I'll make something up. Actually, I, I do think that, you know, I, from a kid perspective, they probably don't know any difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from the parents' perspective, we hope that it does. Yeah. Um, the other thing that we've got going on um, kind of break another little news here but right behind our preschool there is going to be a community small community center where we hope to have events for parents yeah um uh, upper income type mm-hmm. parents yeah and that we can introduce our ladies to yep. that we can really form a community some mentoring for, relationships for, yeah yeah and um so i think it's going to be you know it's i think it's going to impact the adults more than it will the kids mm-hmm. kids kids are kids kids yeah. love kids yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's neat well good yeah. We are visiting with uh, Mike Hinches, Steve Smith, and Krista Jones. All three of them are with the uh, St. Raymond Society and uh, 
doing amazing things in our community. They got a new preschool opening up here in August. Uh, and, uh, they are, have you had a grand opening ceremony yet at the St. Raymond's house? For the home, we had an open house. Okay. On, back in April. Okay. Uh-huh. Very good. Okay. Yep. So that's done. You're still working. You're not quite finished on the, with the Pre- house yet, right? Not with, with the, with the house. Yes. It, it's done. Okay. Yep. It's Very done good. and operational. Uh, preschool okay. coming in August. Okay. Good. And I'm sure there'll be a ribbon cutting ceremony for that too. Okay. Yeah. There will. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. everybody yeah. just look for that. I'm sure oh, we love our ribbon cutting. All right. Uh, <laughs> we're coming right back with uh, the folks from St. Raymond's Society. I'm Fred Perry. You're listening to the CEO Roundtable on 93.9 The Eagle. This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry on Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. And welcome back to the CEO Roundtable. This is our third and final segment of the day. We appreciate you tuning in this weekend. Uh, We've been talking about the St. Raymond Society, which is an organization that is really having a, an amazing impact in our community. And, and, uh, it's just such a great success story. And, uh, it's, uh, I'm glad that we're able to talk about it here on the CEO Roundtable. Um, I want to talk a little bit about what's ahead for St. Raymond's. And, and Mike, uh, you've, um, you've got a, um, uh, I want to talk a little bit about this, this, uh, impact study, uh, that sort of talks about the, I guess the economic impact, but also just the societal impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell it, give us an update. Is, are you doing another one or what do you, what are we you up are. to there? Yeah. Yeah. We are going through, um, another analysis of, you know, the cost of our program, how many we're able to help, the long-term benefits to our clients to be able to, for them to be able to crunch the numbers how they do, mm-hmm. to be able to tell, you know, donors, uh, that, for, for that dollar that they're giving us, what they're getting in return as far as helping the community and helping the state. So it seems that, like the last time we visited, you, you talked a little bit about um, uh, this, what you're doing has inspired some other folks around the country to try to do the same thing. And, and I know that there was something in the, in the Northwest that uh, uh, some connection had, had tried to uh, get going. Uh, are any updates on, on those programs that are sort of copycatting what you're doing? No, we don't have any specific uh, details to give yet, yeah. other than we have been contacted by um, people from other communities yeah. within our state and out and outward. And, and they're saying we, we're interested in doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's kind of, we're at a point right now where we're still trying to get our feet underneath ourselves. But I know this is where Steve's really passionate about and very excited to be able to help those other communities. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't be St. Raymond's homes, but they would be a St. Raymond like program. It would be their own 501c3, their own community, because every community is a little bit different. Yeah. And it would be best if it's locally supported. But, but it's um, repeatable. I mean, this, yeah, this is something. Yeah. 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 And we were invited. Uh, I'll be speaking at a conference in Nashville oh, this good. summer. Wow. Uh, and so we are. I was just on a um, a Zoom call with about 15 other states. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give the state of Missouri another little uh, uh, kudos here yeah. in that we were one of the first states to offer these tax credits. And uh, we know that there have been eight other states just through this last legislative period that have, have um, passed those. So we're starting to concentrate on those states and help people in those states. So uh, we just really think this is the wave of the future. This is the way that governments are going to start trying to fund these things. Yeah. And we want to be on the forefront and help uh, people set these up like mike said help them get them started in their own community give them the resources we have we'll we'll give them anything they need yeah to get started okay. so and and that's like mike said that's kind of where i come in i'm yeah i'm really excited to be able to to go and start 
yeah. of these programs in other communities. We've done it in two other communities, mm-hmm. um, and then now they're up and running and they're doing their own thing. And and so uh, we have visited with some more uh, in Missouri, but we're looking forward to uh, some some out outside the state yeah uh programs as well chris i want to talk a little bit about the uh, capital campaign it Mm -hmm. looks like you guys are about 75 percent of the way to your six million dollar goal which Mm -hmm. is a great accomplishment um tell us um what what types of activities are you are you doing to sort of uh cross that finish line yeah well we steve always says i like to drink a lot of coffee with people (laughs) um but really we do take a personalized approach to development Mm -hmm. you're not going to find us um out there doing you know a lot of fundraisers Uh, those are they cost time they cost money and Mm -hmm. the return isn't always what we want it to be yeah so we do take a little bit of a different approach and just want to make sure that we tell as many people as possible about the benefits of a 70 percent maternity home tax credit Mm -hmm. um especially business owners or 1099 employees people that are paying in quarterly to the state our real estate agents our business owners we want Mm -hmm. them to know so we we just do a lot of private meetings or we ask groups of uh business owners to come in over at saint raymond's let them hold a meeting if they want use our beautiful conference room and uh introduce them to saint raymond's in the mission and make sure that they understand how the tax credits can benefit them and benefit the women in our home now i know you've only been there since november but what would you when you talk to people about donating to saint raymond's what are the things that really stick with them i mean they 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 say hey the reason i'm giving is because you said this this or that Mm -hmm. uh what what are the things that stand out in people's minds about saint raymond's i think the fact that we're making a deep impact on a few Oh, wow. And, and you know, they really, I think people, when they give, they want to know that their money is really going toward making mm-hmm. a trans, like a transformational impact with people. Yeah. And when we are only concentrating on 18 women mm-hmm. or up to 22 women, yeah. and we have a program staff that's completely dedicated to them, mm-hmm. there are, we see transformation happen. Yeah. And that's what people want to see. Yeah, it's 18, but it's 18 family trees that it we're is. talking about because we're talking about generational differences. That's right. And, you know, with, when mom gets her life together, mom and dad get their life together, um, that is something that, uh, often impacts generation after generation. You know, we talk, we talk about generational poverty and, and, mm-hmm. uh, but this is something that really changes family trees for generations. And, and, um, uh, that's gotta be extremely gratifying. Steve? One of the other things that we had implemented that goes along those lines too, Fred, um, that we're really able to expand now because of facilities mm-hmm. are community clients. They're, those are people that don't need the home, but they, they want and or need the program that we offer. So we're able to bring in people from the community along with our women and do these classes and to yeah. do the freedom and the purpose um, and start doing the visioning and the planning. We have a person that's doing that part-time now to reach out into the community so we can even have uh, a, a greater yeah. wingspan too and impact more people in the community mike i know there's no such thing as typical no such thing as average but what, what is the typical stay for a woman at the saint francis uh, saint uh, raymond's house that's okay um typically they are staying around a year okay. um they when they get close to that year mark they do get antsy and they want a place of their own which mm-hmm. is understandable yeah. but we encourage them to stay and and live you know and save up some more money mm-hmm. so typically they're staying for that year while they're staying with us, they're usually going to to school or some sort of job training and and uh, working at the same time. So they're working part time and going to school part time, typically, and um, that allows them to progress, you know, very quickly in a career path as well as save money. So that kind of gives them that ability to move into their own place after a year. But then it's people always ask, "How long do you work with them?" 
they're in the St. Raymond's family forever. When they move out, we now take more intentionality of staying connected with them for those first three months because Mm -hmm. that's critical when they kind of leave the the nest and they're out on their own we want to make sure we stay connected but as steve mentioned we have quarterly alumni events to where they are able to come back stay connected so if life happens we can help them out down the road so we help them for life and that's that's kind of where we started from the from the very beginning when when we saw mothers who were in struggling situations and they turn to you know a new mom turns to father and doesn't get the support she needs and mm-hmm. she turns to family and doesn't get the support we thought somebody needs to be there to support them and we know that that support can't be for a week that support is lifelong yeah i think that oftentimes you know unfortunately we live in a society where the male doesn't take the responsibility that he should be taking and that that just happens yeah. uh, but also you know there's there's still even in this day and age there's a there's a uh, there's a certain amount of shame with an unexpected pregnancy, and so family members tend to not be as supportive. You know, they sort of feel like, you know, I, I need to punish you for mm-hmm. for not being obedient or whatever. But, mm-hmm. but it, it's until you walked a mile in in the shoes of these women, it's it's hard to uh, really imagine or even anticipate some of the challenges that these women are facing. I understand that more than ever now, mm-hmm. you know, walking alongside of these women for the last 13 years. But what is really uh, also encouraging is when we see mended relationships with, with parents, with siblings, mm-hmm. and that happens through their growth and recovery. When they can reconnect with family members in a healthy way, that's uh, that's a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah, I'm intrigued by this 70% tax credit, uh, Krista, and mm-hmm. I know that a lot of our listeners who are business owners and successful business people are probably interested in in uh, how they can help but uh kind of walk me through a scenario and just uh, i was a journalism major so we got to keep the numbers simple here but mm-hmm. uh let's say if somebody wants to contribute a thousand dollars and mm-hmm. that's not your minimum your minimum is a hundred dollars for the tax credits correct but, but if someone uh, contributes uh walk me through the math on a thousand dollar donation yeah the math is simple so if you if donate a thousand dollars to the saint raymond's society mm-hmm. you're going to receive a 70 percent tax credit so that's 700 dollars. okay that right off, of your, off tax, of your uh, tax missouri bill state that you owe the state li- yep, okay all, all right. right off your missouri state tax liability okay and then you're going to ha- take your normal deductions on the ad- on the additional 30 percent that you would uh, for any tax deductible right. contribution okay and exactly. then so uh, do these uh, credits stay around for a while i mean how how, how many do you get, can you use them over the course of a couple years over the course of two years two years mm-hmm. okay very good all right yeah. that should be simple enough then um, and, um, are there some unmet needs right now in the house, uh, as far as you're uh, in the, uh, Ronald McDonald house, which is now the St. Raymond society house, mm-hmm. uh, are there some unmet needs that, that if someone is thinking, I want to have a big impact, mm-hmm. how can I make a donation that really has a transformational impact on St. Raymond's? Well, first, I'm always going to say we're still in the middle of a capital campaign. Okay. So we still have yeah. one, almost 1.7 million to go. Mm-hmm. Um, we will rest easier whenever that's done right we need to put that to rest and we're hoping to by the end of the year okay um when we do that we can be able to we can say 100 percent of everything that we're doing is going into programs and services mm-hmm. that's what we want to be able to say right uh secondly we need volunteers mm-hmm. uh, if you like rocking babies we need help um with with lots of different volunteer opportunities they can be found directly on our website um and a lot of it has to do with child care on tuesday and Let's see, Wednesday nights. I believe it. Yeah, Tuesdays yeah. and Wednesday nights are those group classes. Mm-hmm. And all the volunteer opportunities are can be found at srssupport.org. Okay. You can click the Get Involved button and Volunteer tab after that, and it will show you specific opportunities you can sign up for. 
and you'll be reached, um, you know, an email will be sent to you after you sign up to remind you. Yeah, and if you want to donate material items, we get a lot of calls about donations of diapers or donations of clothing, things mm-hmm. like that. We try to be very specific about the donations that we need for material items, and mm-hmm. those can also be found on the website, same place, just under Make an Impact. There's volunteering, donating, or donating material items. Okay. And people Great. can see there what we need. Good. Uh, Mike and Steve, you were the founders of this organization. And going back 13 years, what what is it that stands out the most in your mind? Uh, what what gives you the, the greatest sense of, of pride or accomplishment? Oh, gosh. Um, I would say just... Um, it's really trusting. not that hard of a question. You know, it's, it's, just sort the, of a, it's the story. And this is not a time to be yeah. modest. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? This, I mean, the, it's the story. It's, the, it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. the, you know, we've worked with probably, I know it's well over 500, probably close to at this point, 700 women plus their kids. And we know what, we know that there's a difference being made. Yeah. Um, we know that lives have been changed and we know that children's lives have been changed. We, there's been a, there's been a generational cycle broke. Yeah. In many occasions. Um, and when they, you know, we always have women come and do testimonials for us when we have group projects or, you know, even at our open house. They tell the story better than we do. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they've been through it. And, and to see some of these women are heroes. To see the things that they have done and the sacrifices they have made and the work that they've put on is awe-inspiring. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Mike, 30 seconds. Anything you want to say to the community? Gosh, I guess just a thank you to mm-hmm. the community. Uh, as I mentioned before, I when this got started, I could have never imagined. I couldn't even imagine a house. Uh, Steve was saying, <laughs> we need a house. And yeah. I'm like, just pump the brakes. I could have never imagined <laughs> two houses and then transforming into this house like this. So I yeah. would just like to say thank you to the community because we couldn't do it without you yeah. and by the grace of God. Yeah, yeah you man. got it. Mike Smith, I mean, Steve Smith, Mike Hinges, and Krista Jones, we appreciate your time. St. Raymond Society, thank you for the good work you're doing in our community. God bless all of you. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next weekend on the CEO Roundtable. I'm Fred Perry. This is the CEO Roundtable on 93.9 CEO. This city is my city. And I love it, yeah I love it